Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Friends Podcast, man. Thank you so much for joining us. If it's your first time, thank you for coming through. We appreciate all the listeners, new and old, for sure. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. What's up, y'all? It's Jermaine. And I'm Rod. This is The Friends Podcast. Make sure you check us out. We're streaming everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Also, make sure you check out our streaming platform on uh, YouTube, at The Friends Pod, TikTok, Instagram, all that. You know, I was just going to say, like, random thought of the day. What's the word that every time you have to spell, you get irritated? Where you're like, why the fuck can I spell this one word? I can tell you mine because I had to deal with this today. Okay. I, for the life of me, like for a million dollars, cannot spell aesthetics. Which is very annoying considering how often I want to say to somebody like, over text like oh i really like this aesthetic and then i can never say that so i gotta send like oh yo this is my vibe like i spell it so wrong that the iphone can't even figure out like what (laughs) (laughs) what to replace it with um you know i can't relate to this i'm actually not are you a dumb. great speller? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm, just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm not even gonna say I'm a great speller, but most of the word I, I spell words that I know how to use. I don't try to do onomatopoeia. I ain't trying to do anti-disestablishmentarianism. Like I'm not trying to do all those things. Um, I feel like things that there are a lot of words that I feel like is spelled weirdly though, like. Things with silent P's, silent G's, psychology, like uh, I hate lasagna. It. <laughs> psychology is another one I hate. Hey, spell psychology. Cause it's like, why is the P? Like, what's the P? <laughs> like, what is the point? You know what I mean? Like. Mhm. But uh, Rod, you got any words like that that just be beating your ass sometimes? Uh, tortilla. This nigga. As long as I've known this nigga, this nigga does not. He would anytime it's a double L in Mexican, this nigga will never <laughs> This nigga would never say the yeah, it's luck. <laughs> I'm like this nigga, he go die with this one. Like, he take this one to the grave. I'll also be saying empanada. I think that's how you say it. I think right? that's how you say that's, it, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm, that's right. Now how you spell it, that's another thing. I don't know if I can tell you about that, but that is how you say it, I think. I don't know. You know, I think my problem is saying words, not spelling. But, like, I feel like a lot of words trip me up. Like, what was I trying to say the other day? Uh, I don't know. If it's a lot of, like, S's or a lot of R's, it'd be like, mm, I don't know. I'm just going to try to use a substitute or something like that. Uh, is <laughs> Oh shoot! My mind went blank on that one. That I I hadn't thought about that words that you can like spell but you can't say. But is there a saying on that same line like a saying that you you didn't realize you fucked up till a lot later? Like I used to always say like the vein of my existence. It took me a long time to realize it was the vein. No. <laughs> like I was very grown. I feel like there is, but I, I'll use somebody else as an example because I want to shit on them. Um, one of my friends, he'll say mine as well, not might as well. <laughs> and it's like, my, it's, it's, I've told this nigga, in, through text, I said, it's might as well. And years later, this nigga will still say mine as well. I think people know that this shit pissed me off, so they just do t- shit like this. But see, 
it sucks when you say it and then as you say it you know it's wrong like i've done that before where as i'm saying the words i'm like that's definitely not what this <laughs> saying is and if it's somebody who doesn't really know me for real you know they kind of try to look they look a little confused when they try to be like okay like i'm gonna let her rock with it or like maybe that's really what it is mm -hmm. and so i've got away with like like i said the vein of my existence for a long time <laughs> Can, long time can you tell somebody you don't know like isn't that kind of rude to be like nah it's bane not vain i feel like that'd be weird <laughs> i mean i think you could say in a polite way like oh i think it's actually the bane. did you mean like the bane of my existence <laughs> like i think there is a way you could say it but honestly when people fuck up with their saying i just let them rock with it too i'm like i get i get the vibe it's, yeah especially if you get the gist of what they're trying to say it's like all right mm, all right like you're just a dumbass but okay I'm gonna let this shit ride. <laughs> but, um, but um, yeah, I guess with that being said, we can get into these topics that we got. Let's get into this episode. Man, who wanna intro that first one? I'll intro it. So there was a uh, a TikTok this week that went viral, I guess. And uh, it was a woman who had a corporate job where she was making $115,000 a year. She was an IT worker and her job went through some massive layoffs and she was one of the people who got let go even though she was a top performer got let go with no notice and now she's actually working at chipotle for 15 dollars an hour and she was saying like yo every family vacation i ever took at this company i worked on vacation i took my laptop with me you know i always felt like i would be rewarded at the end but obviously that you know that didn't happen and now she's like yeah, take that $15 an hour job and roll burritos. Your mental health is more important than your salary. Man, she couldn't find no job? She couldn't find nothing else? Another IT job? $115,000 in an IT worker to Chipotle is super drastic. That is a very drastic change. I mean, you know how the IT market is or just like the job market is right now with corporate shit. Like, you know, we talked about the layoffs at Meta. We talked about the layoffs at what was the sales force and stuff like that. So maybe she really just couldn't find something yeah, else. Yeah, pretty much know? all the tech uh, companies are have massive layoffs yep. right now. Mm-hmm. I wonder where she living at now. Like, it could have been, like, the same place. Or or maybe she has a, a partner who makes some good money, probably. Because just to be so content as she was in the video to be, with, be at Chipotle, like, she, too, she, I don't know, she seemed too chill for it. Because like your entire lifestyle, like everything you do, like where you go, um, you can't even spend money the same or or go do things like you would want to normally do with Chipotle money that you could with your IT check. So that, I don't know, that's too drastic. That's too drastic of a change uh, for me. You know what I feel like would be a good fallback? I don't know if this is going to be obsolete in a minute, but uh, like being a truck driver or something, like get my CDL. And they do fuck. make good money. They make really good money. Not a lot of time with your family, but, you know, like, she probably wasn't having time with her family anyway. She said she was working during holidays and, you know, getting called in during off hours. So, like, what's the trade-off? You know, not, not, not too big of a trade-off there. Yeah, and if you're single and don't have a family, then shoot. You know, that might be the look. Or you can be a barber. Barbers be charging so much to cut Oof. hair nowadays. Oof. Especially with them house calls. What's the most you ever paid for a haircut? I'm gonna say a hundred. Yeah, because I don't know, all the like grooming stuff has gone crazy. Why is that so funny? No, because it's <laughs> funny because I had told somebody, me and Rob, we talked about haircuts before, like 
a while ago, and he, I, I told one of my homeboys the other day, like, yeah, my home. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my homeboy, he be. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I was like, I was like, my homeboy, he'd be going to the barbershop, but he'd be getting the facials. And he was like, pause. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, you know, like the shit with the. <laughs> that shit was funny to me. You're not amused, right? is not amused. Yeah, I get a facial with every haircut. Like, I'm mad that niggas is upset that I take care of myself and they don't. They dirty and dusty. And they need to get their life together. Like, women go to the, uh, get their nails, they get their they, uh, feet, all that stuff like that. And then, I don't know, men go in there and get a pedicure or something like that and just make sure they clean. Like, what's the problem with that? Like, women like a man who keeps himself together. So does the hundred dollars include the facial? Oh, that was see. You just asked what was my most expensive time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a facial and a haircut. Now I'm paying like sixty. Oh, okay. Now these barbers and beauticians, man, are taxing. So actually, I would not be mad at her to make a career choice into you know cutting some hair. Or something in the beauty realm. You know, the thing about that is you have to learn how to do that, though. Like, you don't really got to learn how to make guacamole and, like, <laughs> fiesta chicken or whatever the fuck they be making. Like, I won't want to do. I mean, you do, but it's not as long as it's taking to, like, know how to pay. True. And you got to pay to go to beauty school. Like, that's, like, what, like a nine-month or so commitment versus yeah. Chipotle will have you working the next day. Come get this rice out the thing. Like, <laughs> no, but I do I do like that idea though. Like if you could do something where it's like you're working for yourself, like we I was talking about the pressure washing shit. Uh-huh. Um barber, like I feel like that would be the best thing. But who knows how much she has sa- saved up. Um she was making 115k a year. I don't know if it says where she lived at. Um but and if she had a partner then shit, she's probably saving hella money. She could put that in the doing something else. I think that would be the best, you know, the best thing to do. But Yeah, so I, I don't think she's like in a, a bad situation and hey, if she's doing what she loves and she's having fun making burritos, all the all the power to her. Yeah, I just coming from the the tech side of things like that is mad stressful. Like they just announced somebody a week ago at Google, um the engineer at the New York office actually committed suicide. He jumped off the building at the office. Whoa. Um, And this is the second suicide that Google New York, the New York office alone has had. uh, In just the last six months, they had somebody else who committed suicide back in February. Mm. Um, So I definitely think there is something to be said about like that environment of tech that is messing to people's mental health so much that it's like, yo, screw the $115, dollars $115,000. Give me 15 an hour in peace and I'll take it. I'm glad you said that because that was kind of going to be my next thing that I brought up was like setting boundaries. Because, you know, my first thought when you said that is like, what the hell are they working on for it to be like? Or it might not be work related, but I'm assuming it's going to be work related if he jumped off the Google building at work. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like, what are they working on? What kind of demands do they have from their bosses and their higher ups? Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about like setting boundaries at work. I feel like that's sometimes tough. 
you know, when working under people, you know, when you got a boss and stuff, but like, is that easy for y'all to be like, no, I'm not coming. I'm not doing that. No, I'm not coming in. No, I'm not doing work, extra work. Like, is that easy for y'all to do? Because it's not for me. Not necessarily. I mean, I think with tech, you, there's always somebody new who's trying to come up. There's always a new competitor. Um, There's always a current competitor who's got, you know, the newest, latest and greatest. And you're always competing back and forth for that. So um, it's hard to be able to say, no, I'm not going to do this. The person who committed suicide was an engineer. Like you are on the forefront of creating new product, getting new products out, fixing product. Like, yeah, there's there's never really going to be a natural pause. Um, And the same is really true for like any org in tech. Like it's hard to find uh, a moment to take a pause. Everybody has, in most tech companies, you have either shares in the company or you have the potential to buy in. And mm-hmm. so you're thinking about like, not just what you're making today, but the long-term implications of your work. Your coworkers are thinking about that. It's just a culture of like, hey, there's no need to pause because you can work from anywhere at any time. So why do you need to take vacation? Right. And yeah, like I'm, I've talked about this a little bit before in the pod, but I left my job after seven years <clears throat> um, last summer for that exact reason. Like I was so mentally burnt out, like a vacation wasn't enough. I had plenty of vacation days. It wasn't that like, um, it was that vacation days weren't really vacation days. You're still working. You're still checking emails. Clients are still asking for you. Your peers are still checking for you. Um, And quite frankly, like back in the day when I first graduated college, I worked at a community college. And I used to look at that job and be like, "Uh, you know, this isn't the corporate job of my dreams, blah, 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 blah. Looking back, my life was so much easier back then. It was so simple. I went to work, I was at work, and then I left work. And then when I got the quote unquote fancy corporate job, fancy tech job i was working all the time did you ever feel like that was the job of your dreams like what what point did it get to like when you first came on was it straight like oh i'm doing work off hours all the time or did it like build up to that because i feel like that's how they get you i feel like they'd be like oh no you know you're good right now but in two years we're gonna have you doing shit off the clock and during vacation shit like that my first job my like entry level job i felt like i had a little bit more work-life balance um, it was a job that I like technically like didn't need to be doing on vacations or after hours. But then I started to notice that like my peers who were doing work after hours, they're the ones who were getting promoted. Mm. So then of course it leads to like, okay, well, if I want to get promoted like this person, then yeah, I need to be not doing 40 hours, but I need to be doing 50 hours, 60 hours. And I need to like, I was hourly at the time when I very first started, yeah. you know, then there what, was, a- they pay you extra. So that's what I was going to say. I started doing that. I started like racking up the hours. And then my manager was like, no, you need to be able to do all this extra work and not do it in more than 40 hours. So then that means you end up doing work basically for free because you want to get promoted. You want to get recognition, but you can't work, quote unquote, more than 40 hours. It was Mm. like horribly stressful. Worst time ever. Would not yeah, recommend. Go, go to hell. <laughs> yeah, it was I'm not horrible. doing work for free. Hell no. Nah. Horrible. Well, after the forty hours is up and my eight hours is done, like I'm gone. 
That's it. Man. So I get why she feels that way. That's how you always been, right? Like you always leaving at five o'clock, never doing extra shit. Always. I'm always on time. Every day I get off at the same time. Have you ever had a manager who's like tried to pressure you into like, oh, can you like, you know, work on this a little bit later or like just make sure that gets, this gets done no matter how many hours you got to put into it? I guess like I've had like a project like when I first got started and I, and I it was more like my bad time management, though. Like I could have got it done in time, but I was kind of bullshitting on the clock a little bit, just chilling at my desk a little bit too much. And it was just kind of being new and not knowing how to schedule my work. But that's the only time I ever worked after hours, like not getting paid. But now it's like I, I'm getting my work done like before the time for real anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just more experienced at my job and position. So that's real. I'm, I, I never even have like that issue where my projects really run over. Or I'm like stressing. You touched on a good point, which is like time management. I feel like nobody teaches you that when you first start a job. Like when you first move from like college life to career life, nobody really teaches you. At least for me, I didn't learn time management. I had to learn it the hard way <laughs> by being like behind on work, like stressed about hitting deadlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's everyone when they first get started. No, that's a fact. But I feel like college, that's what college is for to teach you time management because really we got so many papers due. We got exams at a certain time of the semester. Like, we should learn time management during college. I know a lot of people don't because I don't. I failed multiple classes in college. I skipped a lot of like a lot of classes and shit like that too. So I wasn't trying to learn. But in theory, that's where you should be getting those skills at. Yeah, I mean, I think you should be, but too like everybody's schedule is different. Like some people, especially some semesters, right? Like some semesters you have like. Sure, I got four or five classes, but all of these I can literally show up to, not study, still ace. Like some of these things are just so mm-hmm. natural to me or easy or whatever. They're like, I don't really have to have a lot of time management. At least that's what I experienced. Like there were certain classes I had to put time into, but there were also just equally amount the same number of classes where I'm like, man, I can write this paper in three hours if I need to. Versus when I got to the corporate world, I would have the same mentality about certain projects. Like, yo, I can put together this pitch in a solid four hours. But truthfully, like it wasn't really four hours because I had to send it to the client and get the client's approval. I had to like talk to my teammate, get their approval. I had to show it to my manager. So like I was just always underestimating my time because I wasn't thinking about the other people that needed to like chime in on my work. And I've heard from uh, friends and things of that nature that they work with some international employers and sometimes the clients are at different time zones. So you just have to Mm -hmm. be always available at certain times for certain meetings. And I don't know that thing can, it can get kind of stressful, but I got this another question for you kind of related is uh, if you're getting paid all that money, is it kind of worth the stress? I think there's a line. Like, I think there's a point where um, the money is not worth the stress. I think you kind of have to determine that for yourself. Like you said earlier, Rod, like $115,000 and $15 an hour is a big drop. That means unless you have a lot of saves, everything in your lifestyle is going to change. But there's also a point where like, for her, for example, the difference between one hundred and fifteen and one hundred and twenty-five thousand might be 
it might not be enough to take way more stress for a job that pays $10,000 more, for example, if it's going to be twice as stressful. Like, I think everybody has to have that line for themselves. Like, y'all, like for me, for example, as I've been like kind of looking at jobs and applying for jobs, I saw this one role that was going to pay stupid, stupid. And I had a call with the recruiter and they were like, yeah, we're looking for somebody who's gritty and a self-starter and, you know, somebody who's competitive. All these things where I was like this. Yeah. And I was like, you are about to, <laughs> to put the pedal to the metal and have me working like crazy. But mm. the pay would have been worth it for a short period of time. It was so much money that it's like, shoot, if you want me for 80 hours a week, you got it. You might only have me for a year. But you would have me for that time. To answer your question, I think it is worth the stress, especially at a younger age. Like me being a single man, um, not in my 30s yet, but getting to my 30s is on the way. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's just time. Like if you're going to grind and be stressed out and be sleep deprived and be this, that and the third, I feel like now is the time to to do that. Yeah, when you're young. Exactly. So I don't want to be 55 and be like, oh, nah, like. I'm still stressed about the same job. I want to get to a point where I done stacked up so much money. And it also depends on where you live, though. Like, if the money is good and puts you in that uh, upper middle class, high class, whatever you want to call it, like, yeah, you might as well get be stressed out. You know what I mean? Like, stress builds diamonds. You feel me? So what's the, what's the cutoff for you, though? Like, what's, what's that right quota of stress? and money like if somebody was like yo i'll pay you three hundred fifty thousand dollars tomorrow but you're gonna be working a hundred hours a week like at what point would you be like i'm okay what am i doing 100 hours a week though like i feel like what needs that like i gotta be the ceo if i'm doing 100 hours a week and, and maybe you that's know? what it is maybe you're the ceo of a company Shit, hell yeah if it's something that I like to do, I'm doing that for 350. But let's say you don't like to do it, but you'll be the CEO and you'll make 350k a year. See, now that changes things because I feel like that will be probably the most that'll probably be the the biggest part of the stress is like I don't even fuck with doing this. Why mm -hmm. am I doing this shit? But I think I like you said like you don't got to stay there long term for real for real. So I think I might try to stick it out. You know what I mean? For that type of money, especially living in Michigan like this. In Michigan, that's next level. Yeah. I might be living next to Kid Rock and whoever the fuck <laughs> live, wherever the fuck. <laughs> like, next to Kid Rock and Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> and Gilbert. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm going to be balling on these niggas. Like, courtside at the Pistons. Um, I'm going to be buffs. Buffs. Buffs for every day of the week. <laughs> buffs for everybody. I mean, you ain't going to have no time. You're going to always be at work. Oh. Uh, Gonna be stuck sure. with your coworkers. Damn. <laughs> Not even your coworkers, because they'll be your like underlings. You'll be the CEO. So you can't even really stunt on them. Yeah, they they're already gonna know you got it. They're gonna be like, oh there you go, in the nice suit again. As long as I have like a cool like executive assistant that you know, <laughs> you know I feel like that's the stress relief though, right? Like I feel like you got an executive assistant, like, hey, um, so you got 15? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even laugh at that. You know that's frowned upon, right? You can't use your power like that. It's not illegal. You said frowned upon. And motherfuckers frown every day. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> motherfuckers frown every day. <laughs> Keep frowning. Um, but yeah, I feel like, you know, like, hey, 
why not? Why not just do it? Why not see what it's what it's gonna do? Because most positions in the world will not afford you that type of salary. You know what I mean? Unless you're a doctor, lawyer, uh, rapper, basketball player. You know what I mean? So like, why not? Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think we can go ahead and get into this next topic, man. This one's gonna be, man. We had an interesting time earlier talking about this one. Um, we had to, you know, do a little, a little, um, a little evidence checking. I don't know what's the actual <laughs> term about that, but um, let's fact checking. A little fact checking, a little fact uh-huh. checking. That's, that's yeah, that's a good term for it. So let's kind of get into it. So I think everybody has heard, you know, or maybe you haven't, you know, seen the story about Freddie Gibbs and his uh, soon-to-be baby mother. Uh, one, what is her name? The Fit Mommy. Mm-hmm. Um, also Destiny. Dest- yeah, also Destiny Creams on Twitter. <laughs> if you wanted to go take a look, take a gander. Um, but yeah, a lot of things have been happening. Um, I think that says it all right there. <laughs> that that's really it though. But I don't know. I feel like I kind of want to have a conversation about like this whole situation that's going on. So quick breakdown: he he met a girl. She's a porn star. She'd be on OnlyFans. Um, he got her pregnant. She was fucking while pregnant in videos that we seen. Um, mm-hmm. the whole world is seen, and so I just, I guess it's kind of a conversation about, you know, like is that disrespect? You know, since that's, you know, that's somebody else's baby, and see on camera with, you know, what I'm saying like getting stuffed, <laughs> you know, like so. Let's talk about that. Like, is that disrespectful to y'all? Like to me, I feel like it's fine. I feel like get your money. You know what I mean? Like that's how I hold. I heartily feel. Get your money. Y'all not together no more. Like do it. But what, how y'all feel about that? Uh, elaborate on that more though I, I want to hear you say more about that I mean listen you know like that's 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 her profession you know uh, I was saying earlier that you know it's one of the only jobs where like on maternity leave you can still be popping so it's like you don't you don't get maternity leave you can still get on camera do what you got to do you know what I'm saying do some strange for some change and I feel like I respect it I don't know I respect sex workers and only Freddie Gibbs Jr. is crying in there. You think so? That's all I gotta say. Like he's going through it. Like how? Like like how many people on these videos? This has been going in her raw, raw dog on camera. Yeah, running trains on her on Adam Twenty Two's platform. It's disgusting. Yeah, so we um we, we saw a video a little bit earlier of um, we saw two videos at least I did. Well, I seen three actually, but oh. who's coming? Who's coming? <laughs> so she went on. Uh, if you want to look it up, I'm just gonna give you out a game right quick. Just look up fit mommy porn. <laughs> please use your incognito window though, please. Or not if you just a freaky type person. Uh, but no, fit mommy m a m i. Uh, uh, porn on on Google. So I saw I found a video. So it was like the first 16, 17 minutes was an interview, and then like just randomly the dude was like, "All right, let's get it going," and started busting it down. Two dudes, one girl, which was what was her. the interview about though? I ain't watched that damn interview. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> I started at the beginning. I'm like, why they got their clothes on? <laughs> Like what is this? <laughs> so like I was, I was skipping around. And it was like you know like when you skip something, be like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> like it was one of those things. You just hovered over like the little uh, the time at the bottom. Be like, where are they where are they naked? 
Mm -hmm, exactly. But I went a little bit too far. So I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I got to see how it wraps up, though. So when it wrapped up, like, dude was like, let's see if you still got it. You know what I'm saying? They started doing <laughs> what they was doing. And um, <laughs> that's what it was. But so, Rod, you answered my question. I, you pretty much answered the question of, like, is it is disrespectful. But, Jermaine, I want to hear your take, like, is, is she like filed for this, even if they're not together no more? So like you said, yes, this is her profession. Um, and so you doing it in a relationship is one thing, but I just feel like you're pregnant with a whole other man's baby. Like not only are you having sex with somebody else, but you're doing it on camera. That's wild to me, wild. And I'm not trying to judge her, but Shoot, I am judging. Like, you chose to have this baby. You made a big stink about it on the internet about, yo, I wanted this baby. Uh, you know, I waited too long to have an abortion, blah, 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 blah. If you want this baby, then why not give the baby a comfortable living environment, a comfortable environment to grow, a comfortable, like, way to come into the world? You start the baby's, I don't know, like, the pre-life with you doing porn in a van? Turbulence. Like, raw? That's wild raw. to me. Mm -hmm. Wild. I mean, my thing, at least you can't get pregnant again. Like <laughs> she already pregnant. Oh, I'm sure she's booked and busy. I'm sure. Oh, she is. Is he on tour? Is he on tour? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying like he should go on tour or something. Just just occupy his mind with something else. Yeah, he gotta get his mind <laughs> off this shit. He this gotta shit go on tour crazy. for nine months. Like she put a whole text thread out on Twitter about like all his text messages. He was all lovey dovey and shit. And now it's like, bro, you gotta take your mind off that. Yeah. yeah, she was holding him in them texts. Like, you think she was right for putting out them texts, Jermaine? Um, I don't understand what the the goal of that is. Like that was what was so weird to me, is like the the messy side of me, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed seeing what was going on in other people's drama. But on the practical side, like if you want this man to be involved with you, the baby, whatever, like why do you think blasting him on the internet is gonna make him be like, let me step up and be a father? Like that's not what's gonna happen. If anything, he's really about to hate your ass at this point. So I don't know what she thought she was getting with that. I'm very confused. No, that's a good point. It's like if you, if I already know you can't keep it low and keep like keep things to the chest then we're going to have to co-parent from afar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she put everything. I don't. I still don't know anything she, about it. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I'm just going to agree with you. She put everything. She had videos in the thread. She had the text in the thread. That was, like, at least 10 tweets in that thread of her going into detail about their situation. Like, she didn't even just say, like, yo, by the way, yes, if you know, me and Freddie used to date, and we, we did conceive a child, we're not together anymore. Please don't ask questions. She was like, I'm giving y'all all the tea. What she want to know? I got receipts for days. But it's like, who wanted to, who was the receipts for though? Like, is it for? Man, she had a whole thread of just like, all that shit though. Man, like, Multiple I, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like this other thread I had saw though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy. The other thread that I had saw was this, uh. It was underscore King Ari. She was like, the fact that she wants to feel bad for her is crazy. She's a whole whore. Poor Freddie. Mm. I mean, 
he's not wrong. Like, there's just so many elements to this. The more I think about it, the more complex it gets. I feel, as a woman, I feel bad for her that he was like, telling her, oh, I want to have a baby, da, 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 and then backed out. But then she doesn't fix the issue by then doing porn while pregnant. I'm like, now I don't feel so bad for you. And then posting it up, though. Like, we wouldn't have never yes. known. We would have never known that you was doing porn and had new video. Oh, new video drop. Like, I'm sorry. No amount of money is worth that to me. Nah, the lack not. of not self-respect. I'm sorry. Sorry, beloved. I don't get that. You know, it's kind of sick. I see. Uh, so if you look at the um, <laughs> the thumbnail of like one of her videos when she was in the back of the bus, the nigga looking at her like, I don't know if I should be doing this. <laughs> like the nigga looking, the nigga is looking very just concerned. <laughs> Honestly, like low key disgusted. <laughs> he looking at Freddie Junior like, <sighs> like no, nah, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm getting the biggest check for this. Like, yeah, I was wondering, like, dude, is that? Because that was going to be my point earlier. Like, I feel like you might get more, get paid more if you're pregnant in porns. Probably. I, don't know. I think there's a good chance because of the novelty of it. Yeah. Like, I feel like you might. So, I mean, that's, that make it, that made me respect her even more because it's like she going out here to get this money for real. Yeah. Plus, it's a rapper child. We wouldn't be talking about this if it wasn't Freddie Gibbs. So, a thousand it's even more money on top because more people are tuned in, more people watching. Mm-hmm. Probably she got more subscribers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never heard up. her before. You know, I kind of, I think this goes down to the conversation, like people doing things like she, she really posted these things and, you know, put, put this whole thread up just for attention for herself and for her brand. And I used to not respect it, but I feel like I've seen it so many times at this point, like people just making drama just for no reason or people doing this or that just for a subscription, like. I, I kind of respect it at this point because it's like yeah. you're still fooling people. Like you still, it's still we still shouldn't care about these things. We still shouldn't even know about these things. People still falling for it. People still liking the tweets, retweeting it, and we talking about it. Yeah, so. she could have kept it to herself, but she could have kept that shit right in her yeah. in her uh, photos. On her yeah, iPhone. everybody talking about now. But I think it brings up like a lot of good conversations. Like I don't really care so much about like the two of them per se. Um, but it's like some of the the lessons, so to speak, that are coming up in this. Like, I feel like from a woman's perspective, it's a good reminder, like, yo, you got to be careful, like, what a man says that you listen to. Like, you really got to look for action because Freddie was definitely giving it up in those texts. For sure. He was giving it up. But then again, on the flip side, like, sometimes, I hate to say it, part of that is just part of a relationship. Like, when you're in a good space, like... You both just be saying stuff to each other that sounds good in the moment that you don't necessarily need. Mm. Mm. Now, he was saying a lot with, yo, have my baby. Let's get married. <laughs> but women also like, oh, my goodness, you're the best I've ever had. Like, there's something you say in the moment because it sounds good. Man, that's how Freddie texts him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he really be in love. Like, he was in love with He me. was in love, love. That's why I know she's sick. She was just going to work sucking dick. Yeah, his heart was, and her, his, like, it's just crazy. He was really like pouring his heart out for her. And then she just over there getting plowed every day. Talking about, yeah, me too. Literally me too with a heart emoji. Like, bitch, 
<laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, so, but if you read the text, like you can see, like he'll be like, "Babe, like I really love you." Really, like, I don't, I could see you just going on forever. Like, ooh, ooh, like five, six texts, and then she'd be like, yeah, me too, babe. She ain't thinking about that. At she, all. She really, she really recovering. Wait, for real? What? <laughs> I don't know why my pussy hurts so much. <laughs> like, I know why. Uh, she got well, vegetables down there. <laughs> no, she, frozen vegetables. If she, if she on, I'll eat some. <laughs> Ice pack, for real. <laughs> Big ice pack. You so, know she's practicing kegels. But <laughs> <laughs> Freddie be acting like that. I feel like that's not even the worst part. I feel like it's the fact that she really just be having other dudes' members just in her mouth, just like yes, and then kisses him. I hope they ain't kiss Freddie. Please tell me you ain't kiss that woman. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Do you, shoot. <laughs> do you feel like it was Freddie's job? If he really loved her, if he really meant the things that he said, do you think that it was Freddie's responsibility to be like, babe, like, you don't have to do this anymore. However much you're getting paid from this, like, let me, let me retire you from this. I, f- I feel like she loved the game. She loved the hustle. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because we know Freddie Gibbs got money. Like, he dropped many albums. He's a, World renowned Grammy rapper. nominated. Grammy nominated, like great rapper. Who said that in the movie? Paid in full. That's paid in full. That was um Makai Pfeiffer so, character. Oh, that's that's who she is. Yeah, yeah I love the game. game. I love the <laughs> Like she loved the shit. She loved it. Well, they still gonna remember me, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, for real. Like, she really do. She has to at this point because she know that Freddie could probably, like, break her off something. Like, they probably had the conversation. I'm sure they talked about it. And she was like, nah, babe, I just love my Shoot. work so much. We just talked about Chipotle is paying $15 an hour. You get a $15 an hour Chipotle job. Mm-hmm. And have Freddie break you off a little something. That's more than enough to pay the bills. And I'm sure she probably already getting child support from the other nigga. Exactly. So, like, she really didn't have to do this. Like, you didn't have to. <laughs> she has other options. I looked up uh, some history about her, and she started off, like, the reason why her name is the Fit Mommy is she used to be, like, a personal trainer, fitness girl on Instagram. Like, girl, just go back to that. When you got pregnant, just promote, like, the fitness stuff. Her body is crazy. So, like, yeah, they would listen to her, like. She would have made money off that. Like she could do even more now. Like she could really take the uh take the Black China route and get out. She's the game. still working out. Exactly. Oh, she's working out already. <laughs> yeah, she doing her stretches. Cardio, it's cardio stretches, Kegels, like you said. Like she working out. Um, you know what? Let's let's leave this topic alone before she. What does Amber Rose later. think? <laughs> oh, you know what? Oh, Amber we know what Amber thinks. Go, yeah. girl. We know everything. I do think before we get off this topic, so like shout out to her. <laughs> uh going back to what I said earlier, like are there lies that you think are acceptable within a relationship? What is and is not acceptable? Yeah, I'm gonna keep it real, yes, there are lies that are acceptable. Which was I can't give you an example, but I feel like little lies that protect the this is gonna make me see, seem like a terrible partner, but it's okay. Um, lies that protect the person's like feelings are okay to me. 
So what Freddie did, was that okay then? Because I mean, in the moment he did protect her feelings like, hey, we have a baby. I'm going to be here for you. That's different though. I feel like, okay, like if it was like, um, where you been? Uh, I was uh, I was at the studio knowing you wasn't at the studio, but you really weren't doing shit. Like you was doing some shit that she probably, she probably like, you was like, oh, like you was out drinking or something. Like, I was at the studio. Like those kind of lives. Not like I want to build a whole world with you and all that type of shit. Like, that's crazy. You shouldn't lie about that because I feel like, why? Why you got to lie to her? She a porn star. Like, what are you lying to her for? Mm-hmm. It is a different type of drama that's been going on lately amongst the white rappers. Mm. Yeah, so Jack Harley has said on his most recent album, Jack Man, he said, I'm the hardest white boy since the one who rapped about bombing his sweaters, which he's talking about Eminem. And hold the comments because I promise you I'm honestly better than whoever came to your head right then. And, you know, I feel like that was a shot at MGK. And MGK, he responded with on uh, Renegades, which is an Eminem beat. We all know that he was in a beef with uh, Eminem back in the day. And, yeah, it looks like Jack Harlow has been real quiet since the uh, since MGK released that uh this what do we think about that are there any other white rappers who are even in the conversation for like best white rapper at the moment logic <laughs> that's fair i'm not mad at that shoot i was gonna say i mean i've been watching the new season of dave little dicky stop it stop hey this. he he good at acting he got a good show but his music no he not a good he not no no. You don't think Lil Dicky has bars? The same nigga said, the nigga said, I woke up in a black man body or whatever the fuck. No. No. <laughs> that shit was garbage. Um, there's really nobody else in the conversation, white rapper wise. I mean, that's alive right now. I can't think of anybody else. For real. So you saying Mac Miller? I'm saying that's alive. But Mac Miller, is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, I'm thinking of Mac Miller. I would say Mac Miller was probably one of the best white rappers. Um, I mean, of course, Eminem is, is on there. I mean, them two. And then, I don't know. I mean, you heard Jack Harlow's album? You thought it was good? Did I hear Jack Harlow's album? You may <laughs> I heard the single. <laughs> like he, I, I actually heard a few songs. Like he, he hard. It's, like he can rap for real. I definitely got to check it out because I, I did listen to his last album. Um, and while there were some moments on there that I liked, um, it didn't really do much for me, to be honest. I like his personality. I like his persona. I think he's charismatic. But in terms of like his actual music, there were maybe like one or two songs that stood out to me and that was about it. So, Yeah, I, I just feel like me personally, I, I just don't pay attention to what he's saying. So how you know it's good? No, I heard a few songs, but it's just like... It's cool bars like at the time, but I don't know. It's nothing that makes me really come back. I don't really relate to him. His raps to me are like the definition of white girl raps. Like music that college white girls like. And that, yes, it's hip hop, but they're bars that are easy to remember. They're easy to recite. Like if you're at a party, they sound cute for you to like be able to get off. Um 
but they're not necessarily things that like really make you stop and go like, wow, he's really spitting. Like I just, but I'm going to give his new album a try because I keep hearing that this album is a progression from his last one. Yeah. And what do we think about the MGK and like his response? Man, honestly, I really don't pay any attention to MGK. Um, zero. I don't really know much about him these days, except for that he's like now on like this punk music kick and dating Megan Fox or whatever. But he went in on that disc. Like that was actually fire. You could rap. I, 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 you know, I always thought MGK could rap though. Like back in like 2010, like way back then, like he was rapping. But if we talking about the best white rappers, like this is rapper named LP. He real good. The one he be rapping with Killer Mike on uh on Run the Jewels, like. Oh yeah. It's other like options. <laughs> just <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's it's underground. Come so, on like, now. No, but I'm saying Jack Harlow though, like the same nigga who said, "Give me a eh, eh." The nigga really remakes motherfucking Gwen Stefani, whoever the fuck. Like, nah, man. <laughs> Fergie. Fergie. But I feel you. I feel same you. Per- same person. <laughs> but like. But like I don't know, like it's other. I don't know. If Drake can be at the top. Why can't Jack Harlow be at the top of white rappers? He can, but I'm already just not not like once I, you know, I might have even considered listening to Jack Man. But like now that you're saying he the best white rapper, then like now that I heard that I heard that he said that, I'm definitely not listening now because don't even do that to Mac. Really? This nigga. Do you acting. think? Go ahead. <laughs> Matt Miller ain't never acted. That nigga made beats and he was rapping. And he was with black people. Chilling, making jazzy shit. Like, get Jack Harlow out of here, man. Fergie. Making, making songs with Lil Nas X. Uh, that was a hit. It was a hit. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, one of my other favorites, NBA Youngboy, also made a fire song with Lil Nas X. So, I can't really hate. Um, but nah, like. I don't know. No, I'm not hating. I'm saying, like, he made a song with Lil Nas X. That's dope. No, nah, I feel like he was not saying it was dope. <laughs> I feel like he was saying, like, nah. <laughs> to take away your credibility. <laughs> but who's also been very quiet recently. We, have, we haven't really heard from Lil Nas X. I don't know why, but... You heard his latest project? Lil Nas X? Yeah. I know he dropped nothing. No? Jermaine, you, Jermaine, you heard it? Definitely not. <laughs> well, uh, you know... With that being said, man, thank you so much for joining us on this very discombobulated, one, another discombobulated episode of, of the Friends Podcast, man. You know, if you made it this far, we appreciate you. Other than that, man, we're going to talk to y'all next time. And we out. Peace out. Out. Peace.